Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. This episode is sponsored by schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Welcome to another edition of Wrestling Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Satin, here with my guest co-host today, Mr. Jay Washington. I am glad to be back on here, brother. It's good great to have you back here. Ah, man, this is good. Good to be back. It's a lot of good things to talk about now. Yeah, I was worried when all that stuff happened. <laughs> I was like, I hope I can still get Jay Washington in here. I wish but, I want you all to know as I look at the camera, Ryan, Ryan hits me up and was like, hey, so what 
So, are we allowed to talk? Like, yeah, can, we, can you come? And I was like, absolutely, man. I'll be here. So, it's like you're not sure if like uh, one of your friends like uh, gets in trouble for doing something with you, and then yeah. you're like, are the parents not going to let's hang out like, anymore. Like, I mean, I, mean, can't, can't, I mean, look, I understand your mom and my mom ain't even thought about this. Exactly, it's like more like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I get it, but like, yeah, man. Uh, but yes, lots of stuff happened this week. Um, we're going to get into NXT. We're going to get into AEW, um, but we got three stories that I want to discuss before that. Let's go. Uh, the first of which being AEW getting extended, uh, their TNT deal being extended through 2023. Um, pretty big news. That is not that is not bad at all. That is, see, here's the thing. It's not just good for AEW. It's good for the business. Correct. It's good for the business. Everybody keeps doing this whole, because of the Wednesday night battle, m- making it seem like one company will take out another. That's not going to happen either way. No. This is good for the workers. This is good for the guys and girls like myself and others who are trying to get on television. Now you have more opportunity. Yep. This is not a bad. I'm happy for all the guys. Look, Cody them set out on a, pl- a plan. It worked. Yep. First of all, they wanted to start a company. They did. Then they wanted to see if they can get TV. They have. Now, Cody, I never forget when Cody was about to have the first episode of Dynamite, he said, it could be one and done. Yep. We're going extended into four years. So. Yep. And it's only been three months. Three months. Like, you cover TV, you know, yeah. and, and you know, I've worked TV my whole life, and it's not often you see things get picked up for, like, four years like that. You know, especially something untested. That's it. I, I think that's the interesting thing about it. this is a company that's never had television. This is a this is a from the ground up company. Like this isn't some, for lack of better words, people get upset. This isn't ROH or this isn't Impact that all of a sudden gets brought over and you're like, hey, we want to do this and run with it. This is something that just got started up. Yeah, a group of guys ran a pay per view, and then said, you know what, let's make an official company out of yep. it. And got a billionaire backer, which helps out a millionfold. Billionfold, so a billionfold actually. <laughs> and so now TNT is like we we replaced that void that we've had because a lot of people kept telling them for years, get wrestling back yeah. on the network. Yeah, get wrestling back. Now you have it. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is, what do Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks do? As far as their booking, their storylines, how they, you know, bring talent in, how they utilize talent, how they go forward. That's what's going to be the big issue now. Because a lot of people have a lot of things to say about what we see on TV. Because remember, the honeymoon phase is over. Yeah. The honeymoon phase is over. I will say, though, you know, uh, you know, I felt like the, the honeymoon was ending at the end of the year, it felt like. And they really, you know, to me, I have noticed a shift since the new year started, uh, since that first one that was their uh, homecoming episode yeah, or whatever, yeah. and now uh, Bash at the Beach and, and, and everything. I, I have noticed a shift in a certain way where I've, it is, to me, it has looked like they have taken some of the criticisms to heart and made some changes. Well, I mean, we'll talk more about AEW yeah. later in depth, but that's the thing. Now, you got these guys who you wanted to be these execs. You wanted to be the guys to give guys and girls the opportunities. Now you have that. You got to know what to do with this power now. Yep. You put people behind the scenes to help you with this. It's got to all play together. No one can, you know, there is a big boss, but guess who that big boss is? It's the person with the money yep. at the end of the day. So, again, four years on TV, great. Now make these years count. You know, it's funny. You mentioned uh how it was like, you know, they had to get TV. They had to, like, get a TV, sh- you know, uh-huh. get on TV. In um, in in the press release for the announcement, 
uh, I believe it was Tony Khan who said that they were partners with TNT from day one. It's just they couldn't say that. And I was like, that's hilarious because there was all this reporting of like, might go to this channel, might, might go, go to that channel. He said, uh, he said, well, virtually, he said, when we launched AEW one year ago, we wanted to start a revolution that would disrupt the wrestling business, but everyone said that it would take a strong weekly television partner to make AEW real in the eyes of everyone above all the fans. Uh, what virtually no one realized at the time was Kevin Riley and TNT were committed to this very same movement from day one, and their belief in us made it possible for AEW to think big and act big from the start. Here we are, only three months into Wednesday Night Dynamite, and now we've been extended through 2023. Um, so I love that there was all that, like, oh, they're talking to this company. Oh, they're talking to this network. Oh, and it was like they were clearly talking to TNT from day one. It seemed like they had TV from day one. It, ne- it always felt like they, I mean, they it, wouldn't it, have done all of this without TV. Yeah, you couldn't. You never would have had no. this big thing going without TV. You're you not, never would have been like, we're coming for WWE. You're not going to say that without yeah. TV. No. <laughs> yeah, no. And if anybody thinks that, like, who's, oh, we're just going to run shows with pay-per-views and we're going to come at WWE, no, you're not. You know what you you have you just can't announce it again we I, I was one of those people like hey i wish him the best from the beginning the best is happening yeah now you got to keep it up yeah absolutely i also liked you know because it's so fast of how they've jumped in uh, how tnt is just like going all in on this now um i liked this quote from kevin riley who's the president mm-hmm. of tnt um he's the head of content of warner media in general he said you know i just had this idea that oh it's, he said he uh, the, the, the discussions to extend the deal began over the holidays and then he said i just had this idea that this was the time to invest this is a startup it's already over delivered out of the gate that's really when you when you want to hit the gasoline a little bit the guys already have ideas about additional talent and things they want to do and i wanted to incentivize them as a partner to do that we also wanted to give fans and talent who potentially want to come work with us the sense that this is here to stay you can invest in it it's here to stay and it's only going to get better that's a good thing i mean that's a guarantee because like a lot of time a lot of people that went there remember this whole thing has been not the whole thing the majority of it's been fwwe yep and now you have that and another company which I, i'm sure you're gonna be talking about just got announced for having tv deals get just announced with a big uh agency to go for tv so now we're probably like, not gonna get into that but mlw mlw okay so mlw announces that but still you hear this like we're saying the big dogs can we what happens if this doesn't work yep where are we gonna go? Yeah, you know what? Do we, what do we do after this? Mm-hmm. And so, like, like, like Cody hit the throne. We gotta really, we, like, gotta, re- we gotta really do something now. C- Cody like shot shots like a drive by. Like, <laughs> Jesus, like we gotta make this count. And again, if you're, that's not just the Bucks and the, the Elite. That's all the guys deciding to say, hey, we're signing with you. Yeah. Because you're taking that side. Yeah. Guys who had the opportunity to go, guys and girls had the opportunity to go to WWE, but they were like. Nah, I'm gonna come over here. Mm-hmm. So now to know eight is sta- is stable. Mm-hmm. This isn't a this isn't a sinking ship. Real quick, we're yeah. good. Three, year three, when they, if they haven't talked about a renewal after that, then you start saying, okay, Jesus, what do we do? Yeah, but right now you're good. And I also feel like you know everyone wants to know how much are they being paid for it? How much are they being paid for it? We don't need to know this. And, and the thing is, is you know I saw what Meltzer reported. I believe it was like forty five million a year or something like that. But I feel like it's being the, the – the, what's the word I'm looking for? Like it's not like WWE being paid a rights fee like you're thinking. To me, from what, I, from what it appears to me is that similar to TV shows – this is their budget. That's what I was just about to say. This is their – look at the stage. Exactly. This is their budget. <laughs> and, you know, I know from having a dad who has a production company and what I've learned is you get a budget. Mm-hmm. You try your best to, stay to spend under, it. under the budget because you get to keep – Whatever you don't spend in the right. budget. But, you know, 
that's a budget. That's not necessarily like they got paid because that's getting that's going to talent stages, people working behind the scenes, transportation, transportation, all these little bitty things you don't think about. Yeah, that's what goes into all this. Exactly. Every time you see a, a new apron or whatever or a ring skirt that that mimics a new event. That's for that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to pay attention to all those little things, and they cost. They start to add up. Vince McMahon has a word. That's why he started using LED screens. <laughs> you know how many skirts he had for so many different events that's sitting up in a warehouse somewhere that I'm surprised he hasn't put on sale by now for auction? Anybody want a ring skirt from Armageddon 1998? <laughs> like, you know, all those things. Cody, the interest, the pyro, all of that cost. So that's what that's what TNT is paying for. Yes. And yeah, they're paying yeah, for that 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 entrance where Cody uses every single pyro known to mankind. And every light and every light <laughs> that costs money. Yeah. You know, like yeah, exactly. It's not cheap no, weekly. No, no. Because also, real quick, people forget when you see the pyro in the show. That's the pyro for the show. There's pre-pyro that has to go on, yeah, too. Yeah. So you got double pyro every... Man, listen. <laughs> that is actually... You don't think about it. That there's, like, double pyro. No. Every pyro has to have double, basically. It has to. Yeah, it makes sense. It's fun. I didn't even think Can about that. Can you imagine what happens if Cody doesn't go off right one time? What is he, <laughs> does Cody say, I'm not coming out this cage? Just, uh, <laughs> redo that. Re- send me back down. Send me, <laughs> send me back down. Send me back down. We're gonna do this again. Reset. Let's try this again here. Um, Yeah, no, and and, but I, you know, uh, one of the other things that before we move topics, one of the other things that got brought up in this um, whole announcement was that TNT is also gonna have a second show now. They're 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 gonna have their own show, a second show uh, that is what we've later learned is basically gonna be another. a, a different version of AEW Dark. Dark. Yeah, that it's not, that Dark's not going to be on YouTube anymore. It's going to be on TNT. Uh, basically, what he said, uh, Riley, is that they're going to embellish AEW Dark and put some additional material, kind of like behind the scenes and kind of docu follow stuff about the athletes and the stories. So, what I take from this is that they're going to mix being the elite. No, they're going to mix Road Two. Ah, okay. And, and dark. dark into one show okay. and put that on TNT. So do you think they should still keep being the elite as a YouTube thing? I love being the elite, right? Like, Should I, it still be a YouTube? I'm not saying get rid of it as a, as a whole. Should it still be a YouTube show now? I was going to – I was I was conflicted on the should it even be around anymore. Um, here's what I think about it. No, I don't think it should be a TV show. Okay. Because – from what I've been told, they, AEW doesn't see, at least the most important people in AEW don't see being the elite as a canon or a, a place to drive storylines. What They see it as like a fun, okay. fun skit, fun thing. And because- so like they don't. They don't consider the things that happened on BTE part of canon or storyline. storyline. It's supposed to be fun little Easter eggs. Well, but see, from the way it's been presented is that there are certain storylines and certain elements. Now, Now, granted, yeah, they're picking that up and you see that. At first, it was you need to follow being the elite. To know what the elite are doing. To to know what the elite are doing. Now they're starting to slow – they're slowly giving you this, hey, here it is directly. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because that was the thing. I was confused about that. I'm like, you can't – I understand what you're trying to do. 
And being the elite was something they started being the Bullet Club and all these things. But now you're on a bigger level. It's not saying you're isolating and you're ostracizing that fan base, but you got to cater. You can't just cater anymore. And also, you hundred percent. That's a great reason. You cannot just cater anymore. Can't and, cater anymore. And also, I'm trying to think of the right word, but for example, this week on Being the Elite, they had they started with the Young Bucks and their. Basically, making fun of the fans who are talking about who are criticizing their booking, and they're using the lawn as like a way of making fun of it. Of like where Matt's giving Nick crap for the way he's landscaping his okay. lawn, but it's clearly to make fun of the fans for mm-hmm. like yeah. who aren't letting long term stuff play out, and they're criticizing things along the way. Just off seeing things, off but the, it's yeah. clearly like they're making they're they're mocking. Their own fan base for criticizing the show that they're watching to f- because they love these guys. I, I listen. If I didn't know what you were talking about, I might, I'd probably shot myself being so confused because I get what you're talking about. Right? I get it. It's like these are the people that are the reason you have what you have. Exactly. But that's but that's another thing. And too. now you're mocking them for ha- for not just following and saying what you everything you're doing is great. You you forget wrestling fans as as a worker and as a fan. Wrestling fans are fickle. You you know it. You see the business. Yeah. You see the behind the scenes. Wrestling fans are fickle. The internet wrestling community feels like they are the ultimate bookers. Yeah. And forget that. Look, as much noise as you make on the internet, you're less than one percent of real noise. Totally. And so they, I get what they're doing, but also, I hate to do it this way. Triple H has done it. He's done the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's no. You know, each has done has uh, done. I don't think Triple H has done that since NXT came about. Mm-hmm. NXT, well, since, since NXT, he became Papa Hunter, or Papa well, that was, and it's like when he was. Baby. I'm, talking about, I'm talking about when he was on TV. But weekly. when it was his baby, when the when he's had his own baby. Oh yes, yeah, a whole different ballgame. You don't see Triple H making fun of the fans because he's not worried about him anymore. I mean, maybe a little bit here and there. I don't know, but it's not as much focus. He knows at the end of the day, he's putting on a product now. He does also realize what I'm, I've paid attention from Hunter is that you've got a lot of indie star talent, and he start. It took him a while to come around and understand that. Yeah. That you have independent level talent. Yeah. You don't have this, we're a WWE superstar made talent. Mm-hmm. And so you have talent that has a fan base already in. And so now you have to respect that. He he understands that now. But with with the elite, with the with the Bucks, it's like, yo, these are the people that helped y'all. I get it. Y'all had those meetings. The fans weren't in those meetings. Mm-hmm. I get it, y'all. Your fans weren't there when the TV deals and everything were signed. But these are the people that were buying these shirts consistently. Mm-hmm. These are the people constantly talking about Super Kick Party. Mm-hmm. These are the people constantly going to arena selling out for y'all. Mm-hmm. These are the people, the reason you were able to get a show after you did all out, yes. all in. Correct. And that's what bothered me about it. And that's why I felt like. Now, don't get me wrong. Matt and Nick, I would love a job. Oh, Again, <laughs> so this battle and I love the Young more. Bucks. It's one of those things where I'm speaking out of love. Because yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm one of those people where I'm like, dude. Why? Like, Look, I I'm felt like I felt like it was, and I, it wasn't a personal thing at me. But when you watch, you're like, dude, hey, I, man, that's not how you. You're talking to somebody who, and again, let me say this before people say I'm hypocritical. I've, t- I also go at my fans for the stuff with the nerd stuff I talk about because mm-hmm. I know how some be like, well, a woman shouldn't do this, or they shouldn't have an LGBT this, or they shouldn't have a person color. They're trying to do. This. But you're and also I, not running an international multi million dollar yeah, wrestling promotion. Is, we know this. I'm barely getting the patrons. I'm trying to get out. You know what I mean? So like, it's different. <laughs> nah, you I got know? what you're saying. It's I a little it. different because and and, and and I do the same thing. I, I have I follow my. I have yeah, we're all guilty. We're all guilty of it at one point or another. Yes. But to put it on like a, but to put it out there on official channels where before when they were making fun of. 
management or stuff like that or the booking, they weren't making fun of themselves. They were making fun of people who were making them I, do and things. I think that's the biggest problem. So they, now it's like when they're making fun of things that happened on AEW, you're like, you booked that though. Yeah, that's the, and I think that's the that's the overall issue. The overall issue is they let it be known that they were bookers. Yeah, so it's like this tongue in cheek nature yeah, of, it's like, like, of like. So I think that's why I. I don't think it should be on TV at the moment. Okay. Because I feel like there's this confusing and disjointed no, nature between yeah. AEW and BTE. Um, but, yeah, no, but I, I do think a second show is obviously a great thing oh, yeah. for them. Um, and I, I'm i still trying to figure out what day I think they're going to be on because. Well, right now, so you have Wednesday. Tuesday is technically open because, of, yeah, it's NWA power. But, but you got to think outside of wrestling. Okay. TNT has basketball on Tuesday. So, okay, T- right, TNT schedule. They have basketball on the weekends, too. I know. So <laughs> so here's what we can rule out. Monday's ruled out because they said, uh, Kevin Riley straight up said, no pl- currently no plans to air the show Monday nights opposite Raw. So Smart. Cut. Monday's gone. Tuesday's basketball. Tuesday's basketball, but that's only a, a portion of the year. That's a, a big portion of the year. Big, I was say, that's a big <laughs> portion of the year. And And, but... In the interview that Riley said, he said that a show, AW show, second show, will be weekly on TNT, but maybe not 52 weeks a year is what he said, which makes me think Tuesday is in play because it'll just be yeah, basketball's not on. Yeah, but if you're doing that, then you're limited. You're automatically knocking out the majority of the year. For like five months, you're telling your audience to look somewhere else. Five, six months, you're telling yeah. your audience to go somewhere else. Yeah. you're. <sighs> so that's, that's risky. It's risky. So that's one. Wait, because the season is basically October to June. You have a bulls hat on, so I'm a trust yeah, you more I know. than me. No, no, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> 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 I wear so many baseball caps, so many different Chicago teams. But October to June. So October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. That's almost nine months, damn it. That's what I'm saying. So Tuesdays are probably not plausible. Wednesdays is dynamite. Wednesdays, Wednesdays dynamite. dynamite. Boom. And also you think Tuesdays is what they originally wanted. And it was turned down. They because had to do Wednesday because of basketball. basketball. Um, Thursday, uh, I believe they have another sport. I want to say baseball. Well, baseball's about to, baseball doesn't come back to lock. And know, it's not as long as basketball. It's not as long at all. Um, so Thursday's technically in play. But you have to think, like, do they want to do Wednesday back? Do they want to do back-to-back Wednesday, Thursday? You know, like maybe, I guess. Ron Smackdown used to do, did it for a long time They're successfully. Too, yeah. Um, so I guess Thursday is a— Because Friday's not going to happen. Oh, what was it? I remember someone saying Thursday— What about Sunday? Sunday's still another basketball day sometimes. I don't think they want to go opposite pay-per-views. Yeah, see. Uh, like for, for, for WWE. And then, so to me— Saturday Saturday. Saturday still, seems like the most plausible yeah, but the, thing. But it has to be Saturday early. Yeah, 6.05. I think earlier than that. Why? Because of basketball sometimes. Now you know basketball schedule more than me. Yeah, I'm like, 6.05 here is 9.05 on the East Coast. True. Basketball, basketball time? Basketball time. Because I was thinking, I go, look, Cody's clearly WCW influenced. And I was thinking, WCW Saturday night was like the thing. Yeah, but this was before the NBA on TNT was a thing. True. Because the NBA on TNT is a very big. You are not. You are not going to forego the NBA no, on TNT. No, it's like their most. Pro, it's like their thing. Yeah, you're not going to get rid of. You're not going to bump that for AEW. I understand. There's a lot of wrestling fans who are listening to this right now. Like, oh, they can do it. Trust me, you are not going to bump that out. See, I think. 
I almost feel like it's going to be a TBS show because that's where WCW Saturday Night was too, I believe. Well, that's and, and that's it's going to be a Saturday Night show, and then when basketball is not on, then it ships back to TNT. It ships back to TNT, or it's on both. Okay, that's now. See, when you brought that up, I forgot about TBS because we're so used to saying TNT. Yeah, yeah. We're so used to saying TNT. Totally. Yeah, yeah. TBS cool. does exist. Yeah, because they use TBS for baseball, but you can have those open slots for wrestling. That, and that's where WWE Saturday that Night was. Lived. It lived on TBS. So. And WWE Cody, WWE Saturday Night. You know, Cody probably watched that shit as a kid. Oh, he of loved it. Cent- WWE Saturday Night Central. He probably loved it. So I'm. That's that's my guess. If okay. You look at the schedule. TBS set- TBS makes better sense then because you you keep thinking extra show on TNT because if you sell people on TBS, the, when it's on TNT, it's like extra. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how I feel like they have to sell it. It's okay. Like, it's it's gonna be on TNT sometimes, uh-huh. but TBS Overall, is the mother station, the superstation. Yeah, you know? like, super st- <laughs> <laughs> ain't been the superstation in God knows know. how long, ladies and gentlemen. Makes you feel old, right? Man, listen, <laughs> uh, so well, I'm drinking green juice right now. <laughs> let's switch topics here. Um, let's talk about Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that while you were mid sip. I, I I was like I didn't want too much dead air there, but I was like I should probably let him finish sipping before I like tell him we're transitioning to that one. Oh no no no, we good. Let's let's do this one. Um, so everyone probably saw it. Uh, that's listening to this. You know, Tessa Blanchard. She was supposed to. She was um challenging for the Impact World Championship this weekend, uh, and that's it. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No. Is, that, is, that, is that like the tweet I put on Twitter? It's like, so, wrestling Twitter, anything interesting happen today? Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's what we're going to say. That's it. Yeah, no. okay. So, uh, yeah, no, it was crazy, man. Like, uh, that. It started it from Saturday. Tessa. Was it Saturday or yeah, Friday? I think it was. Either way, one of the two, Tessa puts out this tweet where she basically says, like, hey, wouldn't it be great if all women support, uh, support each women? other? And, like, hey, what a novel concept! And I've ne- and look, I I've never had an issue with Tessa Blanchard ever. Um, but that I have never seen a tweet backfire so hard. So, <laughs> like maybe outside of wrestling, because maybe like there are times when like a, like a Trump tweet or like things like no no but it, yeah, outside of wrestling. Outside, but in wrestling, I have never seen an inside <laughs> wrestling tweet backfire on anybody, especially when their initial intent was like positive, <laughs> where it was like, hey, why don't we just support Be- each other? Because the thing is. It'd be a different story if it was a bunch of dudes. <laughs> it was all top tier women. Like I've never seen so many women come out in support against someone for that. Like, like they, were, they were all just like, "Oh, really? What about this one time when you did that? What about this time you did that?" And it was just like, "Man, I was retweeting them all, and I didn't expect it to keep like mounting the way it did. Like, it was like a snowball effect well, where people." Who barely even tweet were chiming in like Kavita Devi, who was in the May Young Classic with her, was like, well, "Why weren't you like that during the when May Young Classic?" When Tessa Blanchett started twi- tweeting trending worldwide, I was like, "I told one of my buddies, I just went, ooh." Matter of <laughs> fact, it was Saturday. It was Saturday, it was Saturday yeah. because I remember because I was at the comedy store and I was looking. I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so here's the problem. We've heard about Tessa Blanchard bullying. It's been a little whisper thing that happens. Yeah. That really wasn't the biggest issue. No. I, I was going to get to that. The biggest issue was, you know, uh, so Allison Kay, actually, or a.k.a. Sienna, who was in Impact, she was the one who really uh, 
who really dropped the uh, the word on her, you know, she said I'm pulling it up so I don't mess it up, but she said uh there she waited. <laughs> I just want I'm trying to find the exact You're supposed to have these on standby. I know, I know. Damn it, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh here it is. So uh Sienna said Oh god, there's so many like updates from all these articles. <laughs> Those articles. She said, uh, did she already delete it? Where is it? Wait, hold on, hold on. You probably got to find there it. Goes. Uh, she said, remember when you spat in a black woman's face and called her the N-word in Japan? Was that you supporting women? The audacity of this tweet. Um, Chelsea Green replies saying, like, I remember that with a gif. And then uh, somebody was like, I wonder who it is. Yes. And then the girl... Start tweeting, and she's like, she's like, she did like a little hand up emoji or it was whatever. Like, it's me. Hi. Well, because well, first Tessa denied it. Tessa said like, never. I, I'm not even gonna dignify it with a Your response. response. Yeah, like never happened. And then the girl is like, no, it happened. And then like, I, yeah, she's I, like, I, I'm, I'm the, the one. one. I'm the one. It happened. And then you know, people are like saying, yep, that was the one. And then even uh, Big Swole chimes in. She was like, and she's yeah. like, hey, not only did it happen, I have been trying to mediate. Uh, 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 patching up of things between these two parties for years now, so obviously it happened. And the fact that Tessa hasn't said anything Here, since is pretty crazy. So the fact that she said didn't happen, wins the world title, and is just pretending no, like it didn't happen. She is did. Crazy. She left. She ended up giving another tweet that was somewhat of a similar mini well, statement. She said it after the pay per view. It was uh, she did a she did a pay per view uh, when she won the title at at at, 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 at uh, Hard to Kill. Yeah. She didn't. Uh, they they. I watched it. They cut the feed very fast. Like, it was like, she won. Congratulations. Bye. We're gone. Like, they did not Give stick around to see what would happen. And then she did a thing in the ring with her family. And she said, over the past eight months, this has been my life. Sammy and OVE have been a thorn in my side. And tonight we did it. And then she said, nobody in this life is perfect. We're all human. And it doesn't matter what you say about me. It doesn't matter what you call me. I've got one of the strongest minds I've ever known. So whenever you come for me, you come for all these people. And I'm sure the people in the back did not sign up right. on that. First of all, can I, can, I, can I do this? Please. I'm tired of people getting caught up with racist. Let me say it. Like, hopefully I can say it this way. Getting caught up with racist shit. And then trying to say, oh, I made a mistake. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Stop doing that. A mistake. I was bullying somebody. Okay, that's still messed up. Because people know who you are. You have a name. You can blacklist people. People were talking about that. Yep. Every know, single one of them said they were scared of her blacklisting. Of her blacklisting them. Yes. But then when you go racist and say, I'm a different person now, I made a mistake. No, you said that from your heart. Especially the fact you spat on that woman too. So stop. Tra- I'm tired of people going in tweets and be like, oh, well, people learn from their mistakes. They Heat go of up. the moment. So he, no. Look, we say a lot of things. I can call you an asshole. I can call you so many things. But the moment I go racial with it, it's in my heart to do that. And you can't just say, oh, it was because I was angry. It's because you've been wanting to say it. Mm -hmm. And so that lets me know how Tessa is for real. And everybody trying to defend her. And I'm going to say it because someone I met who was a sweet person who I, I don't believe she defended was Melissa Santos. Like, yo, I I know I met Mel. She's a sweet person. But you cannot defend that. No. You can't. No. You can't defend saying, oh, we make haters, mistakes. Haters. Haters. Hey, come on. She still want. They did not stop her from going over. No. That would have been saying, oh, haters. If they, if Impact's office would have been like, hey, so we can't do this tonight. We can't. But no, they still went with the plan and put her over. Do you think that was – do you think that they sh- made it was the right a decision catch, in it that It was a catch-22. They were damned if they do and damned if they did. I agree with that. 
It was one of those because it's like they spent nine months on this. You spent nine months. On, I was talking with my buddy Brad Gilmore. It's like, what do you do? I know. I agree. It's what do you do? Do you? And it didn't even happen in their company. So it's like, what are you going to do? Suspend her for right, something that happened four years ago in, in Japan? Right. You can't. You can't. You can't do anything that has any ramifications in the company because it doesn't affect the company directly at that time. Correct. Now you have to live with what happens now yes. because now your world champion is known as a racist. Yes. Man or woman, it doesn't matter. Your world champion is known as a racist, and it's been backed up. It'd be a different story if this was a bunch of, for lack of better words, unknown women. Yeah, these are but these all, are prominent voices. These are prominent voices. Yeah. And to sit there and say, because again, to look, I was looking at Twitter, and I had to stop looking because it was a bunch of people. Oh, people make mistakes. They're human. They learn. Listen, I'm tired of people doing that shit. It's getting ridiculous. We're t- I'm tired of people just trying to sweep racism under the rug as if it's a simple little mistake. It's not. Yep. It's how you feel. And especially in the professional wrestling business, it is still to this goddamn day very prominent. And you know what's crazy is like it's not like it's a new thing. Like I have known literally my entire life that it's not okay to say the N-word. Right. You know, <laughs> like like I've known that's not something you do. Like it's a terrible thing that was put – that was a word used to put people – a whole race of people to put down – like yeah. to, 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 to denigrate them. Like you don't say it. You and know? people always say, well, why can black people say it? We took a word made to, de- to, de- to demean us and we have it and tried to make power to it for us. But when other people still say it, it's not trying to be cute. It's trying to say, see, we're taking it back. But then to say it in the way she said it to her and to spit on her. You can't tell me that's a mistake. And what I was, and 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 also, like since then, there have been other words that were in my vocabulary because I was it was a different time mm-hmm. that I have since grown up and learned. Those words really hurt people in the same way the N word hurts people. Yes. And so I've removed it. I had removed it from my my vocabulary. You mm-hmm. know. And you know what? Even in the heat of the moment, it's not that hard to not say it. You know, like. And honestly, when you do, like. It kind of says something about you, you know, and like that's a pretty the, the fact that there's so many people that that was that in front of that saw it, like you can't just brush that under the rug and be like, oh, it was a mistake I made when I was younger. Like that's 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 you because got, it's and, even, and you know what? She hasn't even done that. Like she hasn't even tried to do that at this point. She literally just was like, I made a mistake. I grow up. Literally saying it in the ring. Nobody is perfect, right? And, and and we can't use that. Again, so many – I've said this uh, yesterday. A popular Twitch streamer, a blonde girl from Canada, did the same thing. And she – oh, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm flawed. I'm human. I make mistakes. Stop utilizing that to try to justify racist bullshit. That's all it is. Listen, like I said, it has been known in the pro wrestling industry racism exists. Why do you think the whole angle of Kofi Kingston winning a title that I know is choreographed in a sport that you can just write who wins – None no matter why do you think that was such a big deal? Yep. Why do you think it was such a big deal? Yeah. People don't get that. Yep. And for her to do that, now it's like Impact has got to go. Oh man, we got to try to make sure we go all this angle we got with her and these plans, and hopefully none of this comes back. Well, guess what? You can't. The only thing that helps Impact out now is that for the majority of their tapings, they do them in bundles until they get to a pay per view. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's definitely the only thing working in their favor. It's the only thing working in their favor in this. And then people say, oh, people are just hating on Tessa. No, I was happy before all of this when I was hearing Tessa was going to finally be the one to do it. I knew Tessa was supposed to have done it a while ago because I know who was supposed to go. She was supposed to win it from a while ago. And I was behind it because you know why? I didn't know anything about her past like that. Me too. No one knew anything about her past. And you know what? If she was heartfelt about it, I'd still support her. Like if she said like – I fucked up. Like, like I'm not the whole like insincere. 
everyone makes mistakes. I was like, hey, I made him. I like, and, I fucked up. I'm so sorry, and I'm gonna work hard to fix it. Like, and that's the problem. Now she can't. And see, the thing is, I guarantee she may try to do one of those little heartfelt apologies, but it's not Twitter. No, no, pad app. Thing. Yeah, it's gonna be like, hey, here's this whole long thing I just wrote down. This way, you can see how I felt. Or she's gonna do some video to say it and try to get some tears. But guess what? You don't get any sympathy now because you already told us how you fucking felt. Yep. You already told us all. I agree. That that initial tweet was like a slap in the face. It was kind of certain other tweets in certain places, but I'm going to shut up because of where I am right now. Yeah. Because you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly <laughs> how it felt for sure. I'm glad we were on the same page with that one. <laughs> uh, um, all right. Let's move topics before yeah. we get into the shows. Last thing I want to talk about here, and that's Marty's girl re-signing with Ring of Honor. Uh, what do you think about this? Dude! Not only, I should say, not, <laughs> not only, only re-signing with Ring of Honor, excuse me, um, but also becoming one of the lead bookers of the show. I don't I, – I, if somebody says we're giving you the book and you know what that means now, like, okay, I can be this champ that I've wanted to be. I can run this company. Like, yeah, most most wrestlers' jo- dreams are to run the company, no matter what company it is. Of course. So you get that dream. But – what money does Ring of Honor have and what opportunity and visibility is it giving more than what was on the table elsewhere? Yeah. Even NWA. No matter how many people may feel about NWA power as it being on YouTube, it's meant for a certain demographic to do and it does what it needs to do. Yeah. You have AEW, which would have embraced him with open arms. Yeah. And we all know what the fan base would have loved him. The WWE is the only one I can see him saying no. Because they would have signed him saying, we have Marty Scroll, and then you'd have been like, where's Marty Scroll? Well, he signed. Yeah. So I can understand. He's teaming with Jack Gallagher on 205 right. Live. 205 Live, the Umbrella Twins. The Umbrella <laughs> Twins. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see why he doesn't go there. But there has, there has to be something. Vince would have loved the Umbrella Twins. Oh, Vince. All right, I got oh, a great idea. Listen, you guys get matching fur coats and <laughs> you do the eyes wide shut mask. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Fidelio is the password when we open, when we come to the show. Like, so they had some dumbass reason had <laughs> the two of them together. Which, did you hear the interview? I, there was a clip that I got tweeted. I think it was uh, Alex McCarthy who tweeted it. Um, from Talk Sport, and it was so funny. It's Seamus, and I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Alex McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. And it's Seamus talking about the terrible creative that was pitched to him before he came back just now. And he says that, like, they sent him a picture where it's like his beard was now like a twirly mustache, and he had like a comb over. And, and, uh, I, one other thing I forget. And he was like, guys, you just sent me a picture. Of Jack Gallagher, uh, just a taller, bigger Jack Gallagher. Like, <laughs> that's definitely just Jack Gallagher. Like, why would you just have me become Jack Gallagher? <laughs> like, no, I don't want to do that. It was, he was, like, making fun of me. He was like, it's terrible. It was so bad. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, but nonetheless, it's – it, when when I heard the Briscoes were staying in ROH, I was like, okay. Of course. Something's – I get it. You, well, they don't have a lot of other options. They don't have a lot of – at one point, it was rumored that Vince might have wanted them. Rumored, yeah, and you know how stretched out that word yeah. is, but they don't. Well, so, well, but then, well, because of the homophobics, yeah, thing. then because it's like, uh, we those are the Briscoes, Vince. You might want to do uh, something. Like, it was like, yeah, did, well, did you do the background check? <laughs> did you, do the like, you should look at some of the things they said first on the internet. You like, might want to make sure before you actually give them a deal for you because it's gonna blow up in your face, yeah. Like, I think I, I'm a fan of the Briscoes, but I, I 
can see that a simple background check would probably stop them from getting a WWE. Yeah, probably a Lars Sullivan. Anyway, uh, so, (laughs) whoa, that went there. Uh, But what does ROH hold? Because it's not the ROH of old. No. I mean, honestly, that's how it feels right now when I look at it. Like, not to be mean, but... Yeah, it's not to be mean. It's not what we... It is becoming the captain of a sinking ship. To put it... Because it's like back in the day. In a way that makes more sense. Like, look at, like, they're not the place they were at. They're not putting on the quality of product they were. Um, it almost feels, felt like Madison Square Garden was their swan song. Like, they, they got there and now, what are they going to do after? Probably not much. And, you know, do I think that Marty has the ability to turn things around, to uh, pull that ship up, so to speak, and stop it from sinking? I don't know. I really don't. You know, I don't know the kind of ideas Marty has. You know, it's not an easy thing to come up with creative for a whole for company a whole, for a year. For for a company, it's not even easy to do it for six months. No, again, for a company, a whole company, not some, just you, not maybe just you. Have you. A cool vision for yourself. Right, that's what I'm saying. Not just you, everybody. You got to look and say, all right. So you have to take you out of the equation. Equation, right? You like, all right, so. So this general storyline here that has no no real build to anything, how do we do this? How do we build this one? The women's division, how do we do that? How do we rebound from the bullshit we've been through with the women's division? Even the Young Bucks and the elite, you know, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody, even they have a guy ahead of them who is the final decision maker, yes. Tony Khan. They're not technically the final decision the maker. final decision maker. That's a big thing. Like, that's a big thing. Like, that's a lot. And I, you know, I... I I don't know. Am I excited to see if he has it? Absolutely. I want to see what he's got. I want to see what his creative vision might entail. Um, it's just it's it's a it's a it's a, it's it's a big decision. Also, it's, it's a crazy decision because, like you said, you think you'd want to like maybe worry about your own career when you're when you're, you're someone still- like him who is at who could be a. Big time player. They gave him this match with uh, Okada. Like, yo, yeah. you you could worry about you because a lot of times when bookers take the book, they're they're at the end of it. You know, right. like he's not. You're nowhere near the end of your career. No. And again, you you have the potential to go so many places. Again, I, I like the Bucks had to do it. The, the elite had to do it because of what they did with All Out or All In. Excuse me. Yeah. When once you ran a pay per view. And you were like, "Oh, we sold out an arena." Yeah. Oh, we ha- no, no one's been able to do that in twenty years. Okay, we we're got onto some, something. Here. We got some. But Marty didn't have to do that. Marty could have been. And, and look, granted, he's probably going to only work forty dates a year, making tons of money doing it, which is not bad at all. He's preserving his body, but he doesn't need to do that. Yeah, I but it's, uh, the pr- the preservation of the body is fine. But the question is, are you still wanting to work the way you've been working? Because, again, yes, less dates, more money is always a good thing. Of course. Always. Of course. But when this, let's just hypothetically say this ship finally sinks. Now what? You better have guaranteed money or else you messed up when you were the hottest free agent in, in the entire world. Agreed. Uh, let's get into uh, – let's talk a little bit about – so anyway, you've only seen – 
parts of NXT, right? I've seen parts. Okay, of it. so I'll try. I won't go into the intricate details. So uh, we had Keith Lee to set up. Uh, he had came up for a promo. He sets up a title match with Roderick Strong. That's coming up after he won the title shot. Um, but then they attack him. Undisputed Air attacks him. Chair, classic chair, ankle spot. We get there. Oh, we did um, the whole big man. Oh, I can't walk. I can't walk. Okay. Classic moment. Um, switching gears from there because not a ton to talk about there. I like seeing that Keith Lee got promo time though. Um, Do then you we think got, they scrap him? I think they give him the North American title to see how he is. Here's as, my here's my reason I bring that up. I was talking to a couple buddies of mine, and then we were all giving early Rumble predictions. Mine's is Keith Lee. No way. Here's why. Hear me out. <laughs> it's not to challenge for the WWE or the Universal title. It's to challenge for the NXT title. I get what you're saying. Because you, you get what I'm Again, we're, we've been doing this whole legit elevating NXT. NXT. That's all it is. Brock number one is a reason, like I tweeted, you swerve everybody who potentially will be his number one contender. I, I understand the idea, and I do think it would help elevate things, but... I also think there are people like my dad and the people who don't watch NXT who are part of the main audience that Royal Rumble is and, main. Okay. And, and WrestleMania, they're a thing. Like those, yeah, like yeah. you might not watch wrestling all year long. But you go those but two. But you're going to watch those the, two. The so road you know, all the way to. The road to. And I feel like you don't want to diminish that road by giving it to someone who is technically not on that road. Even if they're going to have NXT title. I, I think you have to have NXT. Defi- I think in order to do that, you have to have already had the NXT title defended at WrestleMania once or twice to establish that the NXT- So you do it for, okay. You know, like so not then- like what we did. So not like what we did at Survivor Series where you... To put you, them on the map. Yeah. No, I No, no, think- I'm talking about how they had the, uh, it was, was it the NXT title match? Yeah. They had no, a, it was Pete Dunn versus... It was for the NXT title. Was it? Yes. Okay. Versus Adam Cole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. right. So the NXT title. So you did it on a main show, the last big main pay-per-view of the year. Granted, the match in itself didn't get all the buzz you wanted behind it. Yeah. But then we're talking about Pete Lee, Keith Lee, excuse me, who coming off of Survivor Series, the interaction with Roman, and the way now they've been still building him, you do this, you make him a monster in this damn rumble. Now the eyes are on it. I think SmackDown's more important. I think that SmackDown, yeah. Fox. So you, oh God, because oh Jesus, you know who's winning. Oh, I don't want it to be him. I, as God is my witness, I, 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 I pray to. I'm a Christian. I pray to Jesus Christ Himself, and I'll give a side shout out to Allah, Buddha, and everybody else. My prayer is that for some way, somehow, it is not a SmackDown person that wins it. It's a Raw person, but it's not. It's not the Fiend versus Roman Reigns. It's the fiend versus the demon. That's what I honestly. That's what I wanted. I want that. I do not. I I wanted that. Right. That's honestly what I predicted a long time ago too. But we're ten days away from the rumble, <laughs> and Finn is still very involved in NXT. You know, like because I thought that I honestly thought that's what they were going to do. But he's still involved in the feud with for Takeover Portland with Gargano. He's got Worlds Collide with Ilya. Fuck me. I know. You know it's, it's going to be the not, big dog, though. You know yeah, it. Hey, that's why I'm just. <laughs> you know it's going to be the big Cause dog. Because it's, it's, it's stupid. <laughs> because it's stupid. It, it's just dumb. I like that we're getting the full opposite sides of the spectrum here because last week we talked about this on the show briefly and I mentioned it to Kevin and, and, and uh, Jamie and they were 
they were both like trying to talk themselves into why it's okay. And I'm honestly, I don't care either way. I'm fine with it. But I liked it because I could, I could see the, the wheels turning in them of trying to convince themselves of why it was okay. And it was like a, yeah, no, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. And I like with you, you're just like, no, no, because Allah, Buddha, God, Jesus, whoever make it not happen. Because here's the thing. It makes no sense for a dude with eight Superman punches all of a sudden can do can beat a dude who's had his skull bashed in, been electrocuted, had his all this shit happen, and it's just ooh and you win? No. Fuck no. No, it makes no sense. Cause it takes away every single th- Seth Rollins damn near had to shoot this man in the face to try to survive. He's electrocuted dude in Saudi Arabia, which is probably legal. And it's still, no. And Roman Reigns, what a fuck, man. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel my money is on a couple people. It's, it's Roman, Roman Reigns, Cain Velasquez. Andrade, uh, Brock Lesnar. I see Brock. If, if that was my other pick. If Keith doesn't win it, Brock wins it. Yeah, that's all I got. If, it's for me. It's Keith or John I, Cena. But I don't think it's John Cena. Ooh, John Cena got too many movies to promote. That's why. He's in the middle. He's. I, I thought about it, but then when I saw his interview with Frosty this week, a collider and talking about all the things he's doing, he's not coming back it, anytime. He has no time. Like, everybody's like, well, The Rock can do it. Cena's schedule picked up as Mount as The Rock. The Rock can't even do it this year. And I only said Andrade in there. Because of how they're pushing him. Because and, how they're pushing him. He's my dark horse out there. Yeah. And, and also... I almost feel like maybe Brock versus Kane won't be a title match, and that maybe like we I get Ray versus Andrade for the title at WrestleMania, and Brock and Kane is just like an attraction match. Here's the problem with Ray versus Andrade for the even for, title versus title double title match. So Ray gets back the U.S. title. No, Ray becomes WWE champ. B. <laughs> yeah. How does he beat Brock though? I don't know. Kane helps him, and then you get the you lead to so, it helps uh, more to build Kane versus Brock. And so you have Ray end up. What do you have? Andrade become double champion at Mania? Because look, Char- I would. look, imagine he- WrestleMania Raw after WrestleMania, Andrade come out stunting with just two titles and just call Charlotte out, just right. <laughs> Just come out just you already know. Glory. You know he's almost like RVD he's got Charlotte and Zelina there you know <laughs> somewhere Alistair Black is about to rise up like the fuck <laughs> <laughs> those are my those, those are my picks alright go ahead uh, 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 let's go back to NXT just go back to <laughs> just go uh, but uh, okay so then we had uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne they beat Flash uh, Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews really fun match um, I like the team of Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. It, it's a fun team that you yeah. don't expect to work. And that's one so of the matches I saw. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying it almost works. The, the browser ways, whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay. And they even did the thing in the match where, like, there was, I, I forget what the spot was, but there was one spot where, like, Pete did the this thing and Matt did the this thing and then they kicked, which, which was fun. Like, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. They're, like, cool. I feel like they have funny things backstage. It's, and NXT is going to let them have fun. Yeah, and they're probably not going to win. No, the whole so thing. it's like, might as well have. They're not a real team. No. We just have, we need to put Pete Dunn in something. We need to have Matt Riddle do something. So, 
Let's let them have off to the race. You can you can go. We need you guys to go over the flash. Scott, flash. Y'all go back to NXT UK. Thank you for thank, thank, thank you. Appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you. Enjoy your flight plane. back home. Right. <laughs> Enjoy your flight home. Um, uh, so then we have the Champa promo. Undisputed air attack. Gargano makes the save. Um, and later in the show, we show that. Um, DIY has agreed to reunite again. They're gonna wrestle at Worlds Collide against Mustache Mountain. Mustache Mountain. Um, that match is gonna be awesome. It might steal the show. Yeah, I mean, but it's a Worlds Collide, so it's hard to say what'll steal the show. (laughs) True, and as much as like they've, it's been a year since we've seen them wrestle. But I felt like when they reunited before. There was more put into it. See, that's what, that's the only thing I don't like about this. Yeah, it was very much like, hey, you want to wrestle with each other again? Yeah, sure, let's do it. It doesn't. No, very forced. Very, yeah. You got this. Is one of those. This was one of those breakups that it was like cool. So when you finally bring them back together, it, it needs to be a bigger deal. It needs to be a bigger deal. Worlds collide is not that big of a deal. No, and that's my main it's issue. It's not that with big it. of a deal. But at the same time, I get it. They want to sell tickets, and I, and honestly. Booking complaints or you know, storyline complaints aside, mm. that match is going to bang. It's like, gonna, yeah, it's yeah. going to be a great it's match. It's going to be so good. Yeah, it's a great match. I mean, we're just talking storyline-wise. Yeah, storyline-wise. Yeah. Um, time Splitters, they uh, were defeated by the Grizzled Young let Veterans. Me, let, me ask you, let me ask you this question. Did you honestly expect them to literally push the Time Splitters forward? I, I, I no. Because I, I didn't. I don't know why. I saw it was dope to see when when they said they're putting them together. I Everybody, didn't expect them to get out of the first round, right. though. Everybody's like, okay, we're getting Kashida and Alex Shelley. Yeah, Alex Shelley's a trainer. So, yeah, he'll be – they're like, you know what? You still can go. Go do it. You know what, though? I was – I felt like Kushida, as talented as he is, is struggling in a certain way – to connect with the audience for some reason. Like, the, the the audience as a whole. Maybe not the diehard fan base who already knew him, but, like, the ones who didn't. And I feel like putting a manager with him wouldn't necessarily have been as cool um, because it would have been too obvious, like Paige with, yeah, with Kabuki Warriors, Warriors or Sammy with, with Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, I hope – because they did a promo that aired on WWE.com and digital whatever um, where it was Alex Shelley – and Kushida talking about losing and 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 oh, and challenging any other team for the future. So it sounds like they're going to wrestle at Worlds Collide as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but him being in a team with a guy who already knows him so well, and they already have a connection, and it's a guy who has as much charisma as Alex Shelley does. Right. Because all the other stuff aside, you know, all the great wrestling aside, all his indie accolades, Alex Shelley is a super charismatic dude. Yes, he's absolutely incredibly is. charismatic dude. And 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 the promo that he did with Kushida, I was like, that is the thing that Kushida Need. has been missing in NXT is someone to help him connect that isn't necessarily a manager. So I'm really hoping they are able to pull the trigger and get Alex Shelley in there full time. Okay, so you get him full time to help get Kushida over and then what? Cuz do you eventually just keep them together? Keep them together for a little bit until Kushida gets over enough. And then you do a fun match at TakeOver where you bring Chris Saban in and you do Motor City Machine Guns versus Undisputed Era. That match would steal all of the shows. All of the shows. Not not the show. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Again, How bad do you want to see that? Motor City Machine Guns versus Undisputed Era would be awesome. I told somebody, I was like, I just want to see this. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to see this. For people, I don't know for the people listening. I did the whole hand with the point. <laughs> for people that's just listening, I just want to see this. I just want to see that. Yep. 
I mean, I, I, I loved it. Honestly, Alex Shelley was like my. I thought he was so awesome in, in, in um, uh, Impact. I loved him so much. Dude, like, they, I got. I did so many shows back in the day where they were bringing the guns in, and it was just like. Yeah, we'll talk on match out in a minute. Hold on, let me watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're great. And I, I dude, I that was like my one of my 2020 wish lists when I was like things I want to see happen in 2020 the Motor City in Machine. NXT. Motor City Machine Guns in NXT cuz both of them did guest training spots recently yes. at the Performance Center and then Alex Shelley comes in if he helps get Kushida over then you see it's an easy way to bring Chris Saban in and go ahead and do it. Right? I I have no problem, and I have no problem with them. Call do they call them the Motor City Machine Guns though? Oh, because it's an impact thing. You can just call them like MCMG MG. and roll with it, right? Like, I mean, we have the club, so <laughs> <laughs> the, the official, the only, the original. Oh Jesus! So we have that thing going, yeah. Um, so yeah, I I I'm I have high hopes for that. Um, then we had Swerve versus Leo Rush versus Tyler Breeze, uh, three-way, and Swerve won to qualify for the Cruiserweight title match at Worlds Collide as well. Um, I know you didn't watch it, but... Who's the Cruiserweight champion now? A- Angel Garza. Okay, yeah. Dude, I, I this is obvious, but, like, man, Leo Rush is so good. Like, yeah. It, he's so good. And this match, I was, like, blown away. Like, the three of them, it was honestly takeover level. Like, where Shorter. Obviously, mm-hmm. but man, like Tyler Breeze is working his ass well, off. He belongs in NXT, and, yeah. I, and I don't want to say I don't want anybody to hear that and take that as a diss to him. But he works best in the NXT system. Agreed, uh, absolutely. And Leo was like, man, he was just like ping, like a little ping pong ball, just like <laughs> you know, just like, hey, look, you ain't gonna get a second shot, anymore. you ain't gonna get another shot after this. Yeah. you got to make everything you do in that ring count if you Leo Rush. You know what's crazy too, and I saw someone tweet about this. I forget exactly who it was, but I saw it when I was scrolling mm. my feed. It's kind of crazy the fact that Leo, you know, since he's come back, hasn't really cut that many promos. Nope. For some dude who was the mouthpiece. Of someone, and successfully the mouthpiece of someone. Six. Like, like people liked him as yeah. the mouthpiece. It's kind of interesting the fact that he hasn't really... It, you, know, is it, you think it's because... When he talks, he is known as a heel. So they're trying to make him, and they're trying to make him a babyface right now. So yeah. they don't want to remind you that he has like he has no voice that used to annoy you. <laughs> Maybe I, it's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, as soon as he starts talking, you know, he You're probably like, can, wait a second. He used to be that asshole with Lashley. You were the guy with the dude with the tattooed eyebrows, weren't you? Wait a second. <laughs> He takes the bandana off. It's like a whole. Wait a second. Second, I know you. Hey, you used to have short hair. <laughs> uh, and lastly, there was the lastly. Women's battle royal. <laughs> uh, and lastly, there was the women's battle royal. A uh, bunch of stuff happened in this. Uh, Casey Catanzaro came back. About good, time. Good news. About time. About time for sure. Yeah. There was that brief period where it looked like she'd maybe asked for her release. Yeah, I thought she was done. I, I thought she like... was done too. Um, but I, then people told me not true, so I didn't really pursue it too much. And now she's back, which I'm happy. And honestly, if she's back full time, they need to get her in the title picture soon. I think like she was someone who was like, yeah, but you got to build up to it because you build. You build can't up to just, it for sure. You can't just throw now. If she's back full time. You can't just say we're going with Casey. No, because you're building other things, and what and the winner of this. Who deserved to win it? But I hope she can produce on this on this platform. Yeah, me too. Because I'll let you go for it. I didn't want to spoil it before you announce who won. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so then uh, we also had uh, a moment where Shayna Baszler, well, Shayna, Baszler, Shayna Baszler was in the match. A uh, cool moment where she squared squared up with uh, Mercedes Martinez. Martinez. Yeah, loved that. Very cool that she's already 
in matches and stuff just like the day after they announced they're like, yo. officially. All right, you're good. Honestly, it feels like it's because Shayna is going to – I don't know this, but you, it feels like Shayna might be gone from NXT they're soon. They're trying to fill that spot in. And real- they're trying to fill the spot in. Want to get Mercedes versus Shayna one time before she's gone. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's hurry and pull the trigger on this before it's too late. Here's the problem with Shayna leaving. Because everybody knows if Shayna leaves, what we're eventually going to get, you know, hopefully to get. But the problem is the other two pieces of the puzzle ain't nowhere near ready. <laughs> Passable for those who don't They're understand. Passable the four, rest of the four horses. Yes, it's like I don't. They're passable. I've seen they've had matches on NXT that weren't bad. Okay, yes, they've had matches on NXT that weren't bad. Yeah, but you put them two women in the main spotlight with the four horsewomen who are work horses for real. Yeah, but I, you, I believe they can carry them. But and yes, but if you look at it, like come on now, if you look at it like. They're not going to be wrestling like all the time. This is true. They'll be a match or two, you know. And also, at the end of the day, if you're Vince McMahon, the four horsewomen of WWE should win. Absolutely. So it doesn't matter in my eyes, you know. Yeah, they are a little inferior. That's why the women who have been wrestling for yeah, the, I got you. The fours of WWE are going to win, you know. Like these women bleed also, WWE. Also, I don't. I know we got to get ready to go soon. I don't want Shane to go That's up. Whatever. All right. All right. Shout out to it. I don't want Shady to go up. And here's why. NXT needs to be a solid brand. Uh, fair. You can't keep keep trying. You can't keep hoping to rebuild your but, top. But Shayna has done all she's going to do in NXT. This is You almost lose value on that commodity there. if you're not having her as champion in NXT and she's still there. And it's also it's that whole like because we know there's a there's a better place, the, the, and that's the crazy part because when somebody goes to Raw and SmackDown, if they're a former champion and they and they lose the title and they're not in the picture, they're just there. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Whereas NXT, you're like, well, it it just it, they, they got to go up now. And, and the problem is NXT, yes, it was never meant to be a final stop, but it's gonna be now for some. Okay, Gargano and and Ciampa are not leaving. They're not leaving. Because Cash Sono, I don't think he's leaving. Uh, hell no, Chris Heroy. <laughs> yeah, Chris Hero's there. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that are there. But that's the thing. Like, certain guys like that, yes, you got to keep. I would almost say Undisputed Air is there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't think, listen, to anyone listening. At least listen, five years. Anyone listening or watching who believes that Undisputed Era can be okay on the main roster, you're a damn out fool. Out of your mind. You are out of your mind. Put him again next to Big Show. Look, fuck. Put him next to Daniel Bryan. You <laughs> saw what, what Adam Cole looked like next to Daniel Bryan. Like, and I, and I honestly, like, I love Undisputed. So I agree. There's no need. There's no need. There's no need. They're they are making you money in the spot they are in, and people like you it. Break you them can up turn eventually. them. You can turn them back and forth. You can break them up yep. eventually. There's literally no reason to do that. Nope. So I'm I'm in full okay. agreement there. I just was, uh, full agreement there. Um, I like that Shayna got eliminated by Shotzi. It was a nice little moment. For very her. nice. Uh, I thought that was cool. I also loved that that Tegan Knox got eliminated by Dakota the way she did because like Dakota wasn't in the match, so she came running. She knocked her off the top rope and then took the the knee brace and just chucked it at her on the <laughs> ground, which I loved. It was hilarious. Um, then we had. Io and Bianca as the final two, and Bianca Belair officially winning, which I love because the time has come. Yes, and also look at not to be like oh like you can only push one black performer or whatever, but like like if Velveteen Dream is not like your for the culture type act there, and Street Profits aren't there anymore, 
Bianca Belair should be representing on TV. Like, she is a role model to people. She is insanely talented. Like, she is... If this is the, the up-and-coming brand, she's the definition of that. Like, Listen, she is going to be the future. I have so much love and respect for her, Montez, and even Angelo. My thing is, I need Bianca to pr- produce. It looked like the lights got to her at Survivor Series. Now you're going to be I understand it's still NXT. Treat it like you on this bigger level. Because we believe in you. We see we see this in you. Give it to us. Yep. I think we're there. I think that I I honestly feel like she was holding back a little bit because it was supposed to be the spotlight on Ripley. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for at least. And okay. now I feel like maybe she's going to shine cuz like honestly like I've enjoyed all her matches like, yeah, yeah. always. I she's someone from like the first time I watched her matches. Oh, yeah, I was always, like that's future of women's division right. Let me tell you there. something. I'm always impressed with the women that come into this business now, especially because they're not divas. They're they they want to prove, yo, I can do just as much as the men do as if not more and better. Yep. yep. And Bianca Belair's look, when they showed her combine videos, I was like, I'm sold. Yep. I'm sold. Yep. And then I watched her work. I'm good. Yeah, totally. I'm good. Totally. Yeah, totally. So I, I'm glad. So you are happy that yes, she won. Yes, I'm happy that she won. Good, good. Very happy. Um, all right. In the brief amount of time we have, I'll do a few of these AEW topics, and then we'll get out of here. I think they have some event thing. Um, there was a four-way tag match at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> went a little wild. A lot of spots going everywhere. A lot of lot, Went a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I have some juice in here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was a spot crazy match, obviously. Um, things were happening the whole time. Um, honestly, I'm really liking the team of Hangman and, and Kenny Omega. You just wait. I'm just waiting on it to blow up. It's gonna blow up. I'm it's just, gonna. I mean, it's just so obvious, though. It's I, so obvious. I think that's the problem I have with it. It's not one of those where it's like it's a believable team. It's just like any moment now. My problem is the the most interesting part of this whole story happened on BTE and wasn't shown on TV. See what I'm saying? Because when he told them he was taking a break from the group, they never showed that on TV. So now him not being on the same page, using Matt's uh, niceness towards him and, and and Matt not going full force against him, using that against Matt to eventually win the match at mm-hmm. the end. Like All that smart. I like all of it, but I felt like you needed that First that, part of the of, which of this I, whole thing, which what brings me back to my earlier statement yeah. is being the elite needed anymore. No, because it's not. Again, I understand that you're trying to say go to go understand a lot of these stories. You got to go to the YouTube channel, and it's not even the all elite YouTube channel. Go to being the elite. Yes, that's it's it's, it's confusing, confusing for me. It's very confusing. So I agree. I think that like. This story would have been so much better if, if that had been that on TV. Part. Yep. And I've seen it, so I'm enjoying it, but not everyone has. <laughs> right. and, and so, yeah, I, I like I, I I feel the same way there. But um, I I do like as much as I feel like the Bucks should have won and need to be tag team champions in AEW as soon as possible. They do. I I think that's me. That's why me. I think a new company should have the titles on the most over people. That's just me. Because you're trying to trot them out to the media. <sighs> you should be using that overness to get your company over. Okay. Getting the rub on your own okay. fucking company. No, I got you. You know, like, why are, like, no offense to SU, I love Scorpio Sky. I think they're great tag team. But, like, nobody was saying we should start a whole company around SCU. They were but saying I think, we start a company around the Young Bucks. I, no, I agree with you. I think that's why you put it on SCU, though. You're trying to say this is something different. I'm cool with that. But but the Young Bucks are something different. Like I, I know. You ain't got to preach. You preach that goddamn choir when you get all of 
<laughs> I know that I know they are. Ryan's up yelling at me. Uh, but I, I, that's me. I think first year of a company or second year, whatever, the most over talent yeah. should be the ones you put the title on. Jericho as champion. We all said it. Everyone's like Jericho should be champion. Of course. Yeah, I was. I was one of those people that were like Hangman Page. Is not the guy. Not the guy. Not the guy. Everybody's like, are you crazy? I was like, no. Who knows who Hangman Adam Page is outside of this small fan base? And and I love I, I think SCU are very talented dudes. I think they're great. They're over with the wrestling fan base, right? But I just think similarly, like Young Bucks are who the people want to watch. Like they're the guys who were popular enough to make all this happen. Put the belts on them. They should be having a run with the tag book that we haven't been able to see yet because they were undervalued, underutilized in Ring of Honor. Like that's that's fair. You know that's that, fair. That, that, that that's how I look at it. And no, I no, if, you, that, if you bring it that way, I get you, I get what you're saying though. That's how I look at it. Um. So, but 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 I I do like the story being told with Hangman and Omega. So I was not against it at the end of the day. I just I would have liked to have seen the Young Bucks yeah. win it. But I realize what's going on. Um. Cody comes out Miami Vice gear to accept MJF stipulations. Um, silly, the stipulations, obviously, like, but it is what it is. Um, I like, I mean, it's still a good, uh, um, it's a good program, program between them. Yeah. I like the way they're swerving away from everything else. They're like, look, we need this to steer away from Cody being the executive vice president and all this. Cody's, Cody's just a guy in a, in AEW. Yeah. So, and I, I love the way they're doing it. Yeah. MJF is getting all the heat. The best. All of it. Like. That's what you want. I love that he came out for the match in the like shirt that said I bang Diamond Dallas with or the whatever. D- yeah. With <laughs> the- <laughs> for- <laughs> if you're DDP, to an extent you're like, I get it, kid. I get it. If you're DDP's daughter, are you like she works for the company. I know, I know. That's what I'm like. Are you like? I know, I know. It's like I think she's dating someone too. <laughs> yeah, and it ain't MJF. <laughs> it is not Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <laughs> yeah, because she's on uh, AEW Dark sometimes. Yes, yeah. um, but I think she's also the makeup person. She's AEW. I think she's glam. She's a all elite glam or something like that. Oh, is she? She's I think the one she does is. that. It's her and uh, Stella. Mama Stella. Stella, Stella, who's super cool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, then we had the Nightmare Collective. Whoop, I'm going to get up out of here. <laughs> uh, we'll go through this real quickly. We have the Nightmare Collective. They lost to Chris Statlander and uh, Hikaru Shida. Um, not the best match. Um, Who's Luther? That was my... That, that, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you asked that because to me... I couldn't even pay attention to the match because I was too busy being entertained by JR JR's commentary. trying to get Luther over. Fans know who he is. He's a jet. <laughs> he, he said it one time. What did he say? He said, because uh, I tweeted the one where he, he said, said, fans like, know who he is. Do your research. But he said another thing later because first he said the research thing. He was like, obviously, longtime fans know who this man is. Do some research. And I laughed because I was like, longtime fans. Do not know this have man. Zero, zero idea. I was who like, he is. who uncle did they throw in a shirt? And some- well, he's uh, he was Jericho's best man in his wedding. I don't give a shit. No, no, that's what that'll answer your question of why. <laughs> okay. You know, that, there's the why. Okay, uh, uh, but I the, nobody knows who he is. And although I will say, I've heard Tony Khan do interviews and a lot, obviously. And he does talk about being a fan of the promotion that this guy used to be in in Japan. I was not a tape trader. 
I did not watch that shit. No offense to that stuff, but I didn't watch it. So I, not to me. But I laughed. The other line that made me laugh was, was J.R. on commentary. He goes, well, Hikaru Shida, she grew up a wrestling fan in Japan. So obviously she's very familiar with Luther. And I <laughs> I was like, I was like, I like Jr. just going it all in with it. I'm just like, if I'm gonna try to put him over, goddamn it, I'm gonna put him. <laughs> she comes from Japan, so it was wrestling Japan. So obviously, she knows. She she's very familiar with Luther. I'm gonna ask a question that the listeners or the viewers may get upset about me asking this, and hopefully, you can help me out. Who the hell is Mel? She was an indie wrestler. Okay, because she still is. <laughs> no, no, and I'm I, again. I know it's like, yo, Jay, it sounds like you're hating. I, I understand a lot of these guys and girls are people we want to put spotlights on. Yeah. Mel looked like she just started. Yes, yeah, she did. Mel looked like she wasn't ready for this moment. She did. I understand she's supposed to play this enforcer role, but it didn't, and I get that. I think she's been on the news for a long time, too. Oh. I think I saw someone post some of her, like, shimmer, like, with all the other popular, like, the Baileys and all of them of, like, when they were in that time period, like, she was one of them. I know. She's apparently been wrestling for a while. I, okay. I, I'm sorry. I, I want to work there. Uh, <laughs> I just I want to. No, sorry. I get And you know what? You're not the only one that said it. Like I, Because I, cause it, I didn't see one person that said anything good about it. Because it, it's not like, again, if I have terrible parts of my matches or my stand-up or whatever, say, let me know and I can improve on But I'm watching and I'm like, she's moving slow as if this is new to her. Like she's maybe a year, two years in. Yes. Fair. TV-wise, I can understand there's a whole different level of, of working. But the way she just was moving around the ring and the certain things they were doing, and I'm like, I don't get it. Yep. Fair. I think it's a very fair uh, uh, analysis of that, 100%. And I, you're not the only one that's in that. Okay. It's like, that's all I only saw on social media about this show. Like, a lot of people commenting on that match. So I always feel like we don't need to Go pile on, on for the because – Trust me, I have a feeling they got the mess. <laughs> okay. Uh, then we had uh, John Moxley. He beat Sammy Guevara. Guevara. Um, okay, so I l- hated the match. I loved the post-match stuff. I felt like John Moxley is... Still Dean Ambrose. Is still Dean Ambrose. And he is... <laughs> no, not, that's not what I hated about it. No, no, I'm just but saying... what I'm saying is, like, is... Because he was Dean Ambrose, it's the guy who used to be in The Shield. Like, that guy is a very famous wrestler. Yeah. Like, he's a supposedly a very tough competitor. He is a tough competitor. Yeah. He won. I didn't like how much he sold for Sammy Guevara. I, I feel either. like nobody looks at Sammy Guevara in the same light as John Moxley yet. And I felt like he hasn't done enough yet to warrant getting that much offense on and, John Moxley. And, and I see that a lot. That's one of my issues I do have with, with All Elite. And, again, I, I understand they want to make superstars out of people. But you have to get them there to, in order for it to work when that I happens. can't believe that Sammy Guevara or Darby Allin can do some damage at the level they do to people because they're twice their size. Yes. And, it, and it, at least Darby Allin... His only thing is, I want to die. Yeah, we, so we at least get, go like, well, that guy has a death wish. He has a death wish. I kind of believe it. it. I can get it. He's Jeff Hardy status. That's exactly what he is. Sammy Guevara, though, like, and I think Sammy Guevara is insanely talented, talented and will be there by the end of the year. I just feel like this doesn't necessarily elevate Sammy Guevara. To me, it brings John Moxley down a peg. Because yes. he's doing Spanish flies off the top rope yeah, for you're Sammy not Guevara. Be, you're not supposed to be doing a Spanish fly for Sammy Guevara. You know if what you, I mean? You do a Spanish fly for Pac? Sure. 
You know what I'm saying? You might do one for anybody your size, in a sense. It doesn't look right. It just, it, it, and it's just like, you know, you always hear about like the time when like Big Show said I used to be able to do a moonsault, and Hulk Hogan told me not to do it because that's not what that that's not what I'm supposed to do. It's kind of how I look at that. Like Dean Ambrose is one of your top tier, highest caliber guys. Guys. He should not be selling Spanish flies for Sammy Guevara. No offense, Sammy Guevara. I think he's insanely talented. And like I said, I think he will be there. I just feel like this doesn't – if Sammy Guevara is like on a roll with all the people on his level and he's beating them all, and then he gets yes. the match against John Moxley and can take John Moxley well, see, and, 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 but can't beat him, he gains from that. We're looking at it like – but see, they're looking at it from the sense of look what he just did with Dustin Runnels. With Dustin Rhodes. Yes. So you, you say, okay. Which well, I didn't he, like either. I, 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 you know, but I'm just saying that's what we're building on that. Look yeah. what he did with Dustin. Look what he did the week before. And so you're like, oh, well, of course he can take Moxley to the limit and all this. I just don't. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm. Mm. You're with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I loved the post-match angle where Jericho comes out. They do the whole beat down. Yeah. And the spike. The spike in the eye. Like, such a classic, like, heel thing. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, but, like, just the way they sold it, him in the ambulance. So good. So good. Um, running out of time, so I'm not going to be able to spend too much time on DDP. But it was awesome seeing DDP back at the Bash of the Beach. But it made me feel like a kid again. It does, but you don't. And I understand we're selling nostalgia, Bash of the Beach, WCW, DDP. Yes, but there's no way MJF should have to do so much work to beat DDP. I mean, no, he didn't really. They didn't have that much interaction. Uh, yeah, he really a, low like like DDP got everyone else, and yeah. then he low blowed him like, and then think, he rolled up QT Marshalls and did a yeah. old school. So like, eh, he, didn't, he didn't do too much. Fair, um, but I. I s- only thing I'm I'm really not enjoying is like the respected veterans doing indie spots. That hey. to me, I feel like you're there to show them you how don't. to not do that. Well, and I so th- like I don't like Dustin doing the destroyers, and I don't <laughs> like DDP doing a dive to the outside. Hey, DDP doing a dive to the outside, the scariest thing you like. Oh, you're like you're 63 years old, you don't have to do that. You're it's like, okay, hey bro, hey bro. I get what DDP yoga is for your joints, not your head. Stop. <laughs> you can't sell DVDs, like. But it did look awesome. It, it looks awesome at the end of the day, and I think that's the dive know, more than the destroyer. That's what I think. More so, that's what that's what it all that's all what, what it all equals up to. That's all it amounts to. Did it look awesome? Do the fans pop for it? Do they? The question is now: Do we just say, "Hey, you did that. You don't need to do more." Yeah, I don't. Uh, no. We're going to get MJF versus DDP. No, no. I mean, you don't need to do more as far as dives and all this oh, crazy yeah. sh- That's no. what I mean. Not, yeah. not more like the matches. It's more like crazy stuff. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. Um, lastly, uh, Pack versus Darby Allen. Um, not a ton to say because we do have to get out of here. Um, they're going to be mad at me. Uh, but but um, wait, do I already have a mean message? Oh, yes, I do. Oh, wait. No, it's not a mean message. Whew. <laughs> um Fantastic match. Like, yeah. you, you know what? I like that they ended with this. I thought about it for the day, and I thought to myself, you know what? Traditionally, you would have ended the show with the four-way tag match, an angle, or the guys, or even Guevara and Moxie. Was yeah. But you know what? They are trying to be an alternative, and they are trying to do things a little differently, and they wanted to have a very competitive main event match that had... Um, good action and stakes. Good action and stakes, exactly. And you know what? It paid off. It was, yes, a, it cle- it was a great match, clean finish, you know, all around. Awesome. Like, there's not really much to, like, pick apart, but it was a great main event. I'm here for it. All right. 
Jay, where he'll find you on the internet? Twitter, Instagram at Mr. J Washington, M R J A Y. You should know how to spell Washington. The Mad Titan Podcast. Everywhere you get podcasts from, I get you caught up on everything happening in the Marvel and DC live action and cinematic universes. Barbershop talk for nerds. And, uh, and if you're a wrestling company, email me. I'll send you videos. <laughs> Uh, ProWrestlingSheet.com That's the website Where you can find All the top stories In the world of professional wrestling Throughout the week At Wrestling Sheet On social media I am At Ryan Satin On social media You can find this show YouTube.com Slash C Slash Wrestling Sheet That's where you can find All the video shows That we do here And all the other video content That we have At ProWrestlingSheet.com But If you just want to listen To the audio You can check out Our audio uh, Podcast feed as well Where you can find All the shows that we do Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio On all the biggest podcasts platforms and also you can check me out every once in a while on WWE Backstage Tuesday nights on on Fox Sports 1 it airs 8 p.m. Pacific time 11 p.m. Eastern time all right that's it we're done official tapping out for now until next time stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.